Nerds to episode 397 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Lubbard, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about P3 Multimorphics new Pinovation Twitch Connect. So, what this is is real time audience interaction where you, the viewer, not the person streaming, but you, the viewer, watching people on Twitch are able to type things in Twitch which change how the other players are playing. Um, so I'm going to get into that in a second, but I've decided to do a slight, slight format change. I'm going to try my best to do a slight format change for you guys. Uh, I'm going to try to leave any any of my storytelling kind of for the end. And I've done this a few different episodes but I want to get right into P3 Multimorphic before I go off topic because I want to make sure I have time for this. That's the main thing today's episode's about. I did have an incredibly fun weekend and, and got into some trouble and did some, well, not trouble, but I, I had some, some fun, interesting things that I think are interesting, but you didn't come here for that. So we will get into that later. Um, but let's just say I had to hunt some people down, Okay. Uh, so last night was the world premiere of the head-to-head pinball Twitch Connect. Now, I will say this. I was a little surprised. Uh, I was a little surprised we didn't see more people in chat. Um, there was, uh, you know, typically usually 30 to 40 people on the, the Buffalo pinball stream. So this is kind of strange. It's a little bit different. There was four people playing um, Cosmic Kart Racing, Okay. And which leads itself to like this race type atmosphere where you're seeing who can get to first. One thing I did really, really like uh, was how every single solitary race, typically whoever lost, they would let them choose what type of race they wanted to do next. So you could choose to have to do, I'm just thinking off the top of my head right now, but like X number of orbits, or I know the one time you had to hit the two different ramps and then you can choose the number of laps. So you might have to say if you put in five laps, you might have to hit the, the the two different ramps five times each, right? So you can make this, and some of them were really short. Some of them were done, and it seemed like under a minute, and other ones took like five minutes. So um, one thing they were explaining is it's very, very, very customizable. So first of all, can I just give a round of applause to P3 Multimorphic? <laughs> nice job, everyone over there. And and that's Jerry, I believe, who who runs it as well. Um, Jerry was playing on the, uh, twitch.tv backslash multimorphic. It, it would be neat if you jumped in and watched a couple of these streams from the different views. I get to actually go back and watch twitch.tv backslash gamma goat today. Um, I wasn't able to, that's a good friend of the show, obviously Ian Hayward wasn't able to watch him for longer than about three seconds. And I felt so bad, been waiting forever to get to see my buddy Ian live stream. And then I can't stay for, I was counting at 1,001, 1,002. I couldn't get to the word three without it pausing and watching the little spinning guy trying to refresh in the middle. 
Because Ian had his Twitch stream set at a thousand. Maybe he doesn't want me in the streams anymore. I'm sorry, Ian, if I did something to annoy you or piss you off. Ah, I do things to annoy and piss off everybody, but usually they usually I don't do anything to annoy or piss off anybody so bad they're like, throw that guy out of the pinball tournament. He's going home. Well, yeah, probably close a couple times, but so far, let's just keep knocking on wood. That doesn't happen. Anyways, so last night, you could have gone to the Gamma Goat one, you could have gone to Buffalo Pinball, or you could have gone to Multimorphic. As I was saying, I was slightly disappointed. I thought they did a great job of advertising it. Um, I, you know, I thought it was pretty clear what that how that would be working for the, you know, 5 million people on Pinside that keep saying they want online connectivity and they want to be able to interact. This is more. So not only were Gamma Goat and it was uh, Kevin from Buffalo Pinball and Jerry from Multimorphic. And then there was another guy, I think, named Steve, but he doesn't have a live stream channel, but you could go to his Twitch event and mess with him. Another thing that uh, Jerry was saying is that you don't have to, I know what you're thinking. Well, what if I don't live stream? You don't actually have to be live streaming. You can get your buddy from around the world to mess with you while you're talking to him on your, the phone or he's playing a game, or you could literally just have a camera and you could be in a Zoom, right? I've heard of a couple different um, groups I know that have done like Zoom and or Facebook Messenger kind of live stream parties where you just have one camera to prove you're playing. Um, so it could be something like that, but it could also just be your friends or family that are there with you. And I, I can see that happening. So I can see you and your buddy playing online, your buddy's somewhere with his P3 Multimorphic and you're playing and your other friends over there. And what's happening is he's just like messing with you. So, so Jerry said at one point when I typed into chat and I'm just trying to remember what the different commands were. Um, there was one that was empower, I think another, uh, blockade blockade was my favorite one. Cause when you press a blockade one, like two physical, actual barriers on the other guy's machine shoot up and they basically block most likely I'm assuming where he's trying to make the shot. I wasn't able to see that that often. Um, I stayed on the bluff Buffalo stream cause I was able to turn it down to just 380 P and I could watch that. No problem. My modem wasn't even getting hot. But for some reason or another, I still can't watch a thousand. So if you're a live streamer out there and you want me to come hang out in your chat more often, please, please, please make sure that you're trying to stream. Not just, I can even watch 720p if that's the source. Just a thousand is very, I can't watch it here. Anyways, that being said, I've been a big fan of Gamma Goat for a very long time. Uh, really awesome pin turn for me over the years. So I did. As per my promise, uh, I think I'm at three. No, I'm at four. I believe I'm at four uh, different subs I've given out. And I'm going to do a minimum of 10 this month. And uh, so I did throw Ian because I felt bad because I couldn't be in chat. So I did throw him a, 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 a sub there because, uh, well, because he makes great content. And because I really wanted to be in chat there because, you know, I love the Buffalo guys and, and uh, you know, I, I like Multimorphic, and uh, I want to support them as well. But Ian's like my buddy who I've actually... I've hung out with Nick Lane in a pinball tournament in Toronto one time. but um, And I did run into all the Puff, Buffalo guys and say hi briefly uh, at Pinburg last year. But more mostly, I just like to go and chat and talk with them, especially all those competitions they did with uh, Eric from Jersey Jack. Those were, those were fun to play, and those showed me because I know how freaking good of a player... 
uh, Kevin and Skip and and Nick and Tuna. And I know how how good of a and and Rudy Soup. Come on, the face of pinball. I know how good of players all those guys are. And I wasn't sure how good Eric was. And Eric went in there, and I think he's won. Geez, I think he's won just about each and every single one. Now, you know me, I got to go off topic once in a while. I'm on Facebook here, and it just popped up that it's Crystal Gemnick's birthday. So happy freaking day of birth, Crystal. Um, I probably should reach out to Crystal. haven't had the opportunity to chat for a while. Uh, and now that my boys are back to school, woo! Round of applause to each and every freaking parent out there. You wait and wait and wait all summer long. Well, my summer was instead of three months, it was six months of being Mr. Dad. And so that's part of the reason why you didn't hear from me that much this summer. Uh, that's So says the guy who's done, I think, eight podcasts in the last 10 days or something. But um, I, I, well, I haven't done one for five, but previous to that, I had done eight in, in like just past, you know, just over a week. So, um, but with my boys being back in school, you're probably going to hear from me or, more often. Fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything on my body that could be crossed, everything is crossed, hoping that all the children stay safe back here at school, not just here in Nova Scotia, but everywhere. And let's hope that numbers stay low and therefore children can go back safely because online learning is very disruptive, especially to, to one of my children in particular, they really struggled having to switch to online learning and went from getting very good grades to, you know, not as good. They went from being someone who is excited about school, maybe not like, oh, I love school, but like, okay, fine, I'll go to school. Like maybe don't love getting up early in the morning, but actually like being at school and usually come home from school from being happy. Um, and then the last two or three months there before school ended and they were doing online, it, it got really tough. Got really, really, really tough. How many hours a week can you sit alone in your room trying to learn about, you know, new math or new science or history class needs a really, really good teacher to make that subject interesting and fun. Uh, and, and just reading in a book, it just is, it can't be as good or just reading something online, right? So mentally, as long as the, you know, the numbers stay lower, I think that it's a far lesser risk. Uh, and, and again, this is going to be up to the parent and the child's comfortability and obviously listen to your local healthcare providers, but where and when possible, I think it's great that kids can do some socializing, especially when we're lucky enough to live out here in the middle of the country. Yeah, we have really slow internet, but there's only 180 kids at that whole school. That's from kindergarten to grade 12. I think the largest class is like 18 kids or something. So it's going to be a heck of a lot easier for them to social distance. It's going to be a heck of a lot easier for them to go outside and have a prep rally or like a uh, any type of big event, right? And anyways, I digress. School started. Yay, slash, I'm freaking out a little. Slash, yay, the kids are gone. Slash, oh boy, I'm taking care of all the animals on the homestead myself all day long. But your daily dose of pinball. I'm going to try to bring it back at least Monday to Friday, guys. Just for September, you've heard this before, but like today I have plans for minimum two, if not possibly even three podcasts. Uh, I actually recorded a secret podcast. Well, a little bit, uh, a little bit drunk on Saturday night, but oh, more for that at the end, more for that at the end. 
Let's go back here to happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Pin. Uh, uh, I almost said the plunge. Um, dear Crystal Gamic, happy birthday to you from all of us pinball nerds here on the Pinball Nerds podcast. I believe Crystal was actually hanging out with Chris the Pintern. I didn't see any pictures or hear anything about it, but I believe Chris is going to try to grab us maybe a little birthday pinter view. And uh, maybe that'll play later this week. I don't know if it happened. Maybe they just had too much fun there. I don't know. Either way, I was very jealous I didn't get to come hang out with either of my good friends there having fun. And uh, hopefully we hear from them later this week. Let's go back to Twitch Connect, though, because Twitch Connect, it really blew my mind because I thought, well, is it going to be like someone typing? Like, let's say, so one of the options was Shield. So Shield is where you're like, helping the certain person so you would type shield uh shield then i don't know whatever semicolon the two dots or whatever and then you would type whatever number the person was so each time what number they were so i was usually going for ian of course so i would be typing you know if if, if at the very start of the game the bot that was in there i believe would tell you and maybe that was someone typing out could have been someone typing it out as well but someone in there was telling you Okay, you know, Gamma Goats one, Buffalo Pimbles two, Multimorphics three. I think it was Steve is four, um, and they were telling you that. And then what would happen is every I don't know if something had to happen in the game or if it was automated. It seemed like about every twenty to thirty seconds, it would say "Power Up Ready," and it would come from the official you know account that gave you the first one. As soon as it said "Power Up Ready," the first person in chat. So what I started doing, like I think most other people in chat started doing, was typing like. You know, if Gamma Goat was player three, I would type shield three, but I wouldn't hit enter. Excuse me. I would wait and wait and wait and wait. As soon as it said power ready, I hit enter. And you'd see not just me, but three or four other people typing into chat, like whatever they were trying to do. And sometimes you'd miss it by just a millisecond, you know, and you wouldn't get your shield on the guy you were trying to help. Or in that in that case, you know, at the start of the race, I was usually just trying to help Ian or someone else. Depend. I kind of I went one time. I helped Jerry from Multimorphic the whole time, and then the next game when I wasn't helping him, he's like, "Pinball nerds, what the hell? I thought you were on my team. I thought you were helping me. What's going on?" But I'm like, "No, I go for the underdogs. So usually, I would go for who was in last place or Ian." And it was kind of cool because like the one time Ian was in second or third, like neck and neck with Buffalo. And I'd already thrown like a shield on him. I felt like Harry Potter. I was like, uh, Wingardium Leviosa. No, I'm trying to, what's the Expectronium Patronus? Yes, I was throwing up Patronus terms. There you go. There's my Harry Potterness coming back to me. Harry Potter. And I would throw out Expecta Patronum. And uh, all of a sudden, my shield, which is obviously a stag, because I'm born on the same day, same year as Harry Potter. Come on, end of the summer, 1980. Scar on my right head. Come on, from getting uh, bashed into the corner of a cinder block uh, wall at the Steve O concert. Remember back when Jackass was big? Anyways, uh, I'll I'll show it to you guys in person sometimes. You can't really see it on camera, but I've, I'm feeling it right now above my right eye, the same way as Harry Potter. And there's actually like a little bit of a bump in inside there. The fat like never grew back right or something. I don't know. Anyways, I've gone off topic again, but. The cool part was when we saw Jerry was about to win, not just me, but me and whoever was shooting for 
Buffalo pinball just started throwing up blockades left, right, and center. And you could hear Jerry like, no, I'm almost there. I'm about to win. So it's really neat. It's highly, I recommend if you're a live streamer out there and you have the capability to purchase a P3 Multimorphic, I can almost guarantee that this will do wonders, wonders for your streaming career. Because first of all, now you're going to team up with other people who are live streaming. So that in itself causes it to be an event and something for people to talk about. And now you've got cross promotions with all, because I was hopping into all the different streams kind of watching when I could, I couldn't, I couldn't stay on, on uh, Gamma Goats for very long, but anyways, it's going to help you with a number of things that you need to do, like get like your X number of average comments will be way higher. Also, uh, my guess is like, and I said, I was just going to pop in because my wife had her first day uh, at school today for like, as she's a educational assistant here. Um, some people call it a teacher's aide. It depends what she's doing and, and where she is, but she's with, I think a grade seven class this year. And she's got, you know, a couple students in the class, she helps out more than others. But um, anyway, so I want to make sure I spent some quality time with her. And I said, hun, this is so neat. I can't pull myself away. Uh, so, uh, you know, I did, I did watch it for a little, then leave for a little and tuck her into bed and say good night and give her some butterfly kisses to, you know, get her off into eat, sleep, dreamland. I always ask her, I say, well, I eat, sleep, breathe pinball. And I'm not even kidding with you guys. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like I wake up 20 to 30% of the time, I would say almost quite often when stuff's happening in pinball, one third of the time I wake up either playing pinball and it's never a pinball machine that actually exists. I mean, from time to time it is, but it won't look the same. Like the ramps aren't where the ramps should be. The spinners aren't where the spinners should be. Everything's a little bit different than where and how it should be. But I actually wake up that way. And it's kind of funny because Canada uh, has returned. Chris, uh, as I used to call him, Chris, too too cool for school, yes. But uh, Chris has said he's turning over a new leaf and, and doesn't want to be a name caller anymore and wants to try to get along with people and be positive. And you know what? I do think, well, Chris was gone. There was less pinball drama. However, while Chris was gone, no pinball machines were released and not really any news was happening. So there wasn't that much drama to be stirred up at the time anyways. But I did say to Chris, welcome back. I can promise you listeners that if he's being over the top, unfairly rude and mean and not doing constructive criticism i'll call him out again he knows that but i'll call him out and i'll mess facebook message him too um but i don't want to resort to name calling i've called him some names in the past and i don't want to resort to name calling i i don't want to resort to name calling anybody if i'm gonna name call someone or i'm that mad at them on the show i just won't talk about them uh there was a podcast that like a year and a half ago uh went to town on my boy franchi and franchi you know i got your back bud and uh, was just belittling to him and rude, and it wasn't constructive criticism, and they were digging on his art so hard. And I listened to it, and you could tell the way they were doing it wasn't lovingly to like, yeah, I want to see better pinball art. I want to see Franchi do better in pinball. The way they were doing it was like, no, I want to make fun of this guy. I want to hurt his feelings. I want to make him feel bad. His artwork's, you know, it just was just so rude. So I've just literally never given a shout out to that podcast. I've never talked about them again. Uh, past that event, I've never listened to them again. I think I went back and listened to one episode because they had something relevant to talk about and I still went, nah, it's not for me. And that's okay. My podcast is not for most people. 
Um, even when I was the, the interview I was most proud of this entire year was, uh, Eric Stone and I got less than 250 listens on that. And I got to interview Eric Stone. I was the first pinball podcaster to talk to him after winning the world championships. And I mean, I, I, I've sat here and done just a, a silly hot takes, uh, podcast and got more listens than that. And I was like, well, I guess people don't really care about getting all people care about is hot takes. They don't care about you in doing a, a solid interview with like someone who's awesome in pinball. And I mean, I know that's not true. Actually the birthday girl herself, Crystal Gemmick, uh, her and Mrs. Pins episode is still, I think like number two on my entire list. And you know who my number one most listened to episode is? It's, it's not, you know, Jack danger. My interview with Jack danger replay effects. Uh, they got interrupted by Jeff Teolis. Um, <clears throat> my top listen to interview was, I, I feel like that needs context. Jeff Teolis had started, it wasn't Jeff's fault. He had started, uh, uh, he had started basically announcing the start of the finals and uh, Jack and I were sitting in the audience talking. So I didn't get as long of an interview, but you can go back and listen to that if you want. But the interview that has the most listens, and I think we're almost at 300, which is like a new record for me. That would be awesome. It was actually the Castleman's when I had Carter Castleman on here um, right after he got, I think, second or third in all Ontario. And uh, Mike Castleman, of course, um, got, got to speak to the entire family. So go listen to that one if you haven't. But I think it's because the Castleman's themselves shared it around a lot. So thank you so much for doing that. Oh, and I should have given this shout out a long time ago. Carter Castleman just completed a 24 hour live stream. Like I, that blows my mind. I think he is, ah, oh, I don't want to guess at an age, but he's, I think he's in around the same age as Hayden. I think he's 15, 16 in around that age. And I, Carter, I apologize if I got your age wrong, but uh, it was Carter's idea to do it. Mike was like, are you sure you're going to go all the way through the night? I think his dad went to bed around like midnight or something he was saying. And then got up at like seven or eight and Carter was still going. And this guy was a trooper. He was still putting up decent scores. Carter was still playing better than me at my best. Like you take me the day I qualified for Pinburg and Carter was still playing better than me after 24 hours of being awake. So huge, massive cheers. Get over there and, and, uh, their Twitch channel is the pinballers. Make sure you follow them on Twitch and, uh, take a look. Uh, cheers Carter. That was so awesome that you did that. And long overdue. I meant to give a shout out a couple times to him and I totally forgot. I mean, I did give a shout out and a thank you while they were live streaming, but I haven't got to do it since then. I want to put a little bow here. Okay. I want to put a little bow on it for the Twitch stream. Okay with P3 Multimorphic. So they call it Twitch Connect. But if you were a live streamer, and I'm not telling you to sell like five machines, like if you have a whole bunch of old EMs, don't go sell those EMs and just get a P3, even though I think you would get almost as much fun out of it, if not maybe even more. Uh, and that's from a guy who absolutely loves EMs. I just think always having a collection of five or six is better than having like one. That's me personally. I just like the variety. And some days or weeks, I'll be going for a new challenge. Even right now, I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to break 300,000 on Jungle Princess. I'm also trying to break 5 million on uh, Fireball Classic. Those are two kind of just like just fun little goals I have right now that I've been, I'll probably go play some pin right after this. Before my interview with Chris Stevens, that's right. Chris Stevens, Chris Stevens, that was, on, I was just talking about that interview with Jack Danger. Chris Stevens was 
on the stage with Escher Lefkoff, with Keith Elowin, um, who else was stood out? With everybody else that was in A Division Finals, I get to interview a dude in A Division Finals from the most recent, although it wasn't this year, most recent Pimberg, today in just a few hours. So make sure you guys come over and listen to that. <coughs> Excuse me. Excited for that interview as well. Um, but to put a little bow on everything for Twitch Connect, not only would it be super fun, but if you were a live streamer and let's say that you already live stream, I don't know, like let's say you have like a, a JJP or you have a, a pretty much any Jersey Jack or if you have a limited edition of a Stern, an older Stern, you know what I mean? You could probably sell those and grab yourself a Multimorphic and then for a quarter of that price, you can get several other games. And especially with Heist being out now, now that there's, you know, quite a few credible fun games on P3 Multimorphic, I think it's becoming more interesting. But this Twitch Connect, this is a bit of a game changer because this is just their first time. And just to come out and, and to be able to throw shields and, and empower and, you know, I think Jerry says he's going to work on doing turbo boost for next time or nitrous. I don't know. Um, anyways. So many options, and and just please go and check out just even five minutes. Uh, go head over to the Multimorphic channel on Twitch or Gamma Goat or Buffalo and go watch just five minutes and see how neat it was. Maybe not the very first five minutes because they were just figuring it all out and going through the rules. But if you only have – go watch the whole thing if you have time. But if you don't have time, I, I implore you, go over and watch five minutes of somewhere right in the middle or even maybe the last ten minutes because that last race was epic. Some of the races, someone blew someone else away, but that last race was epic and this person was coming back and this person was coming back. And as someone who's done over 125 races in my life, no, they weren't car races, but they're either cycling races, triathlons, running races, um, the most interesting races to be in and the most interesting races to watch are the ones when the leadership gets changed several times. Um, I was in first place with less than a kilometer to go. Uh, I think it was like a, a Earth Day event out in Strathroy. There was only like 60 people, but at the time, I guess I was, you know, I was doing pretty good. And with like 700 meters left, my wife's dropped target Danielle's like, Albert, you can do it. Cheer my name. And the kids are there. Go, dad. Go, dad. Like, oh, almost probably had a soother in his mouth. He was so young. But this girl passes me, and it doesn't matter that it's a girl, but this girl with very long legs who was a little younger than me and obviously had more a better kick at the end there uh, passed me, and the crowd just starts going nuts. Then this guy passes me and her. Then she passes the guy in first again, and then with about just 100 meters left, I kick super hard, and I take her over, and I – almost got first almost got first so by about two seconds the last hundred meters there i just kicked it up just think hundred yards for my american friends um what else did i want to talk about last night after that as if that wasn't enough fun on twitch i headed over to facebook and i got to watch my boys drew and ian okay for all you listeners mark your calendars for monday nights i think it's it's pretty late my time that it starts i think it's 10 p.m. It's probably like 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just go on to the Poor Man's Pinball uh, 
fan page. You'll see it's every Monday night. You've got to join in. It's a freaking riot. And not only is it, a, I think there were 600 comments in chat just during that live stream. So it's a very active crowd. We're all joking around almost, and I will say almost no topic is, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of dick and fart jokes. Let's just say, and dild, dildo fart and dick jokes. I'm not going to talk anything about the podcast because, of course, you, like me, are going to be excited to hear about it. But the cool part was is in live time, they'll say audience or, or like, you know, buttholes in their case because uh, that's what they call their fans. What do you guys you know, think of this? And then there's your chance. And they actually read quite a bit in chat. And so it, much like the, the P3 Multimorphic game, feels very interactive. And they asked at the end what I what they felt like. And I said, it's very interactive. I am someone who on, and there was Dead Flip was on last night, and there was quite a few streamers on last night. I would recommend, by the way, if you're going to do a big stream, not to do it on Monday nights because you have Flipping Out on Monday nights. Then you also have the Poor Men's Pinball Podcast over on Facebook doing their thing. And then we also had Slam Tilt. I jumped in and saw Bruce and Ron playing. That was awesome. Uh, so they were doing their Monday night thing. Uh, Bruce and Ron, I think Bruce was up 3-0 when I got there, but Ron was making a bit of a comeback. So that was kind of cool. They kept switching the cameras up uh, all the time. But then I felt bad for all the live streams because I thought, well, geez, there's, you know, you've got however many, you've got like 400 people on Twitch watching pinball, but it's split up between like 10 channels now. So I would recommend if you're going to be a new live streamer to not, maybe I'll mention that to Chris because he just started the Play Better channel on Twitch, but he's going to tell you all about that in a little. Um, I did not have any time whatsoever to tell you guys about my weekend and uh, play my secret podcast that I played. Uh, and I actually got contacted by Zach many while playing it. It was kind of neat. Uh, but I will tell you, and yeah, you might have heard about it a little bit already on this week's The Pinball Show on TPN. But I am going to get out of here with Neon Dreams's high school dropout. And I'm going to go walk Luke and Leia until next time, pinball nerds, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe. P3 Multimorphic Pinball. Drop out.